0: Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for Redmont and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmont Vodka, available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmont Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmont Distilling is Alabama proud and minority owned. Learn more online at redmontdistilling.com.
1: Mimi, me, me,
0: tell me a joke.
1: Okay, bro. Here's my joke. Right. I got this one off TikTok. So, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Because <laughs> 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 I told you mine was just this morning. <laughs>
0: Mimi Williams is a well-known entrepreneur and the owner of Desire Bar and Lounge, Desire Inc., as well as the author of The Fourth Wife. She is a published model and best-selling author with extensive experience in the entertainment industry. Mimi, a true philanthropist, enjoys helping others and giving back to her community. Williams is devoted to her family and friends, and she is an avid world traveler who enjoys exotic vacations and going to the beach. I can vouch for that. You have the best. I'm talking about she stayed somewhere fly. Mimi, tell me a joke.
1: Okay, bro. Here's my joke. I got this one off TikTok. So why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Because I told you I was just this morning. (laughs) You get it? All right. All right.
0: (laughs) What kind of shoes does a lazy person wear?
1: Mm. Mm. Loafers. Boy. (laughs) Boy.
0: All right. (laughs) So yours is the best kind of um, bio to me because it leaves a lot to explain. Mm -hmm. So I always have to know where you went to school, where you went to church, the pastor's name, what, you know, if you were in band and all this kind of stuff in school, mm-hmm. like, I wanna know your parents and where they're from and all that kind of stuff. So, like, okay. tell me about me who and what all made one of my sweetest friends.
1: Okay, we're gonna start with where I'm from. I grew up in North Birmingham, went to North Birmingham Elementary. Okay. Went to Carver High School, the old Carver. I call Say the, it old, the Carver. old Carver. old I call it <laughs> NFL for life, Northside for life. So um, I went to Pilgrim Home Baptist Church. and from Where that, is that? It, it was in um, North Birmingham.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
1: And so after that, as I became an adult, I started going to, um, with Bishop Lowe,
0: Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So um, I was there for, I think, over 20 years.
0: Yeah. yeah. Over down when he was on the east side. He got in light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got in light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. OK. Yes. And um, now. Tell me about your parents, like who are you most like and, you know, that kind of who do you look like?
1: OK. You know,
0: all that kind of good stuff.
1: I look more like my dad's side. You but do? But then also my mom's side, too. But okay. um my mom, her name is Thelma Wilson. Okay. And my dad was Albert Clarence Williams. Okay. And they're from Adamsville. Okay. We from the country on that side. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my stepdad, he raised us. His name was Robert Wilson. Okay. And um, who do I most... I think I'm... I like both of them. yeah. 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 Yeah, the rough, the rough neck side come from both sides. <laughs> My dad was an outcast. Yeah. So motorcycles. So you already know about that side. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when you when you went to um, Carver, mm-hmm. were you in the band? Were you you know what was your thing in high school?
1: I didn't. I was you a just straight a tomboy. Um, I tried you? out for me. I was a straight tomboy, over I Get used to play here. elementary school basketball, volleyball, football, baseball. Even, um, <laughs> it's so funny because. How could I put this cuz I don't want to say the wrong word on here. Oh, you can say whatever you want to <laughs> on here. You
0: know damn well I could they, not they have a show a woman. So, without it being uh say yes, whatever you want.
1: They call me a nigga woman because I'm more I love hanging with dudes because I grew up in the sports world, you know, t-shirts. I would barely comb my hair even when I first started high school. Yeah. I didn't know until I was noticed from a guy when I was working at McDonald's one one year. Um, at the age of 15, and he came in, and he just kept staring at me. He was like, do you model? I'm looking at him like, no. (laughs) So he was like, would you be interested? It pays well. I was like, okay, let me know. So that's how I got started in the modeling industry.
0: Wow. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, when you finished high school, what was next?
1: When I finished high school, oh, wow. I was in college at Lawson State for uh, nursing. Okay. But I call myself a Mexican around here because I have so many jobs around. In Birmingham, it wasn't even funny.
0: Yeah. Um, working
1: at the airport, Popeyes, Pie like McDonald's, it was everywhere. Because I couldn't find my niche. So Yeah. when I was um, going to school for nursing, uh-huh. made it to everything except for my clinicals. When I got there and they told us we had to practice on each other, nah, I wasn't going for that back there then because— no needles. I can't. I was scared of needles back then. Oh wow! So I changed my major right there and then to early childhood development. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so after I left that, I ran a school in Vestavia for six years, and then I left there and worked at UAB for seven in that, years. In
0: that time out. Hold on. <laughs> what was teaching kids like? Like, it, how long ago was that? It, it, let me let me ask where I'm tell you where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. I want to know what parenting was like when you were a teacher. Verse cause I, I compare to now. To you know now, what I'm saying? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well with my girls, I didn't trust my girls being out a lot when mm-hmm. they was younger, even as little kids, because um some things that happened to me as a child. hmm So I never wanted my kids to be in any kind of position like that. Mm-hmm. So I kept them with me wherever I went. If I couldn't keep them, my mom or one of my girlfriends kept them. I mm-hmm. didn't like nobody, no men in the house or nothing like that.
0: But what I'm saying is my, our peers, who mm-hmm. are teachers, okay. catch hell because of the parents. Not because of the kids, because of the Parents. parents. So when you were teaching, did you, w- was that when parents were still cool or when you, were you getting involved? Is that, parenting is kind of what pushed you away? I'm just curious. No,
1: nope. the parenting did not stop me because
0: gotcha. I was
1: on the other side, not our side. I was on the other side over in Vestavia on Rocky Ridge Road. So, okay. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, yes, yes. Make, <laughs> makes a difference. It makes a, a difference. huge difference. Yeah. But um, I think it was more of me. Um, everybody loved me there. It was so much of me putting into the school where I became assistant director there. So once I did that, you know, it was a different way of handling kids because I had to be over the whole school.
0: Right, right. Because
1: we didn't have a director. The director quit. So
0: what made you get out of teaching?
1: Um. I just felt like I needed to be somewhere else. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I
1: still enjoyed modeling. Yeah. And but and I had uh, I ended up pregnant at the age of 21. Uh-huh. And I had my first daughter Brianna. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, I just didn't feel like I was the right size anymore for the modeling I was doing because mm-hmm. I was um, Parisian kids. I used to fly to Atlanta out of town to do, do fashion shows and all that, but. After I had my daughter, I just didn't think my body was right anymore because she was 10 pounds, 5 ounces. I gained like 215 pounds. Oh, so wow. coming from 115 pounds. Yeah. So that that was very dramatic for me. Mm-hmm. So I ran Chris Shepard, mm-hmm. and he hit me up. He was like, you need to come model with me sometime. Tajay Models. Yeah. <laughs> Tajay Models. I was like, okay, I think about it. So got into it. So hit him up, and it was good. you know. Yeah. So it, to the point where... Me recruiting models all the time. They was like, you doing all this work? Why don't you ever start your own? And that's how Desire Models became.
0: Wow. Yes. Well, now let me interject a little bit. Mm -hmm. This is around the time when we met.
1: Yes, it was.
0: And when I started doing Thursdays at Steel. Camille, would bring the hottest, baddest, <laughs> prettiest young ladies. And I'm telling you, I owe a lot of this. Colby and I owe a lot of the mm-hmm. success that we had for Thursdays on Steel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, mm-hmm. Patricia Pickett. Yep. Um, Rip. Of course, Chris. Yep. Rip. I could go on and mm-hmm. on, but. You bringing those girls and making sure they were there on yep. Thursdays, <laughs> it made it, and we yes. and I forever thank you for that. Thank you. But then, after you started getting on the modeling side, you started getting on the club running business events side and promotions, events and promotions. Mm-hmm. So. How did you, what made you say, all right, I'm going to go from this side of the camera to this side of the camera? What made you, and and, and more importantly, was it more fulfilling? Is it more fulfilling?
1: Mm, it is. To yeah. me it is because I was still able to still do that other side of the camera as uh-huh. well. Because, you know, I've done two calendars too. Yeah. So. Ooh, was- <laughs> Lord Jesus. Yeah, them
0: calendars. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. But yeah.
1: Yes. And um once I started, you know, um with the events mm-hmm. and promotions and being in clubs and stuff, I started, you know, doing martinis. Yeah. And then um that just that was amazing.
0: That blew up. Yes. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every I'm Saturday. talking about that was the place to be. be- On Saturdays,
1: yes, move Saturdays, yeah, a thousand every Saturday,
0: yeah. So, um, whatever happened with the the models, I want to tell tell me how they are, how you know what I'm saying. Those
1: are my babies, yeah. They those are my babies. I remember Samantha Wells,
0: Mm -hmm. and I I could I don't want to start, yeah.
1: Uh, I don't want to start. I don't <laughs> want to start dropping. That. Yeah,
0: but how is everybody doing? They
1: are doing great. Sam was just at, with me last week at okay. the
0: lounge. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, um, if you could go back in time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Pick an age and tell me what advice you would give yourself.
1: Hmm. I think it was around the Martini era. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what advice would would, you give yourself?
1: I would not have let a lot slide Hmm. because my reputation was out there too as well. Uh Uh-huh. So, and I tried to speak up, but yeah, because I think if what happened at Martinis after I left, I don't think it would have happened.
0: Hmm. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I like to ask people, you know, in this city of everybody from Condoleezza Rice to Fred Shuttlesworth to to Randall Whitfin, what makes you so Birmingham?
1: Ooh, what makes me so Birmingham? Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I am Birmingham. You don't? No, because my thing is I feel like God put me here to give back and support others. And that's what I've been doing since you've been knowing me. Mm. My toys in the hood, the camp with, even with Marcel, a lot of stuff y'all don't even know about. Um, the abused Women and Children's Center, it's a private location around here. Marcel, me and Marcel just team up and go out. Valentine's Day, go get them flowers and candy and take it to them, you know, taking care of people is, I think, what I'm here to do.
0: There's no doubt about that because um, I like to say that um, I I don't really come up with stuff. I just um, do it. redo it. And my whole toy drive that we started doing and then we got the marines to come but the the, the whole doing it mm-hmm. was because of you oh. and yeah i'm serious like most everything you see me do i've gotten somewhere else
1: okay you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and
0: i just want to make it better or i want to mm-hmm. do it myself or whatever the case may be but that toy drive that toys toy in the hood. hood how long did that go
1: um it oh went God. several years. About ten years? Yeah. No, twelve.
0: Twelve mm-hmm. years. Twelve, 12 years. Twelve years. And before you came on, I was telling telling you about how I wanted to get that picture done. Um, Marcel Holden Pierce. Mm-hmm. And I want to print it out and let, let him get it signed. Mm-hmm. How long has he been have you been doing the count?
1: What sale? Oh yeah. God. Ooh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause Pierce is thirteen, so it had to oh, have been 10, ten or eleven years. Ten years. years. Yeah. It's been ten years. It's yeah. been ten years. Yeah. It has. So yes. you know, I just I want to say, you know, and and most of the time, nobody knows you were involved, and that's 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 so selfless of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you just want to see the work done. Mm-hmm. You just want to see it. it happen, but.
1: And they had a big, it was a big uproar one year. I think we had over um, 600 kids at the vault. Uh, The line was down toward Alabama Theater. And the police had to come out and block roads off because it was that many families and kids there. And um, they were like, well, why y'all didn't uh, have the the news here or, you know, advertise this like that for going to the paper or something? for what? We doing what we supposed to do.
0: Now... Why, why are you like that? Like me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my parents have always been philanthropists. Mm-hmm. And so it was taught to me and instilled in me in church and all that kind of stuff. Where did it come from with you?
1: I think it came from church and my grandmother, my mom's mom. That was my baby.
0: Tell me about it.
1: That was my heart, man. Um she passed some years ago, but um, that woman took great care of us outside of my mom. Mm. She took great care of us, and it's just like the memories with her is just like if they told me she was sick because she moved with my auntie because she had Alzheimer's, mm. so she moved with my auntie in Atlanta. As soon as they tell me she's sick, I didn't care what was going on. Any club, concert, I didn't care. I jumped on the road. Hit the hospital, get in the bed with her. You know, crack jokes are like, come on now. You got to get up out of here. We got to hit the strip club tomorrow, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, ain't going to no strip club. Now, <laughs> so.
0: I know this puts you on the spot. Mm-hmm. But tell us some of the people you've worked with. Now, when I tell you this list crazy, <laughs> Like, I'm serious. There's no telling. You look on Mimi's page, and she was with such, such, <laughs> with, She was with such, such. Tell us some of the people you've worked with.
1: Mm, Sir Charles, Pokey Bear, Buster Rhymes, Red Man, Fight Dog. That was, that my was big your brother. boy, yeah. That was my brother. Um, oh, God.
0: Marcel, the Marcel Darius,
1: um, NFL, NBA, Akon, Jazzy Fade. Miss Dale, Waka Flocka's mom, It the list just goes on. Michael, uh, Brian McKnight, who got Jagged Edge, like if you name it, Mystical, DJ KLC, Tony Neal, like core DJs, Hitman DJs with Greg Street, Yeah. Casper. Robert Smith. <laughs> As he would say, that's my Toys in the Hood, guys. That's who we've been doing Toys in the Hood with, teaming what we hit, man, DJs. Oh, God. Ooh, Lord, it's a lot of them. This podcast is being brought to you by Desire Barn Lounge. I'm Mimi Williams, the owner and founder. At Desire Barn Lounge, we have the drink specials, food trucks, hookahs, and the vibe all of Birmingham can enjoy. Entry is free all week. And on Wednesday, we have free mimosas and $20 hookahs. Thursday through Saturday, we have happy hour from 5 to 8 with $5 drinks and $20 hookahs. You can find us on the web at www.dzrrebarlounge.com or give us a call at 205-266-2594. Come out and have a great time with us.
0: What's your favorite charity?
1: I think my favorite one um, is the sickle cell gala. Hmm. With, um But i bounced over mm-hmm. because um, I suffer with blood clots. I have two blood orders, and um, I've had nine blood clots in my life. Really? Yeah. And with one of my girlfriends that lost her daughter in uh-huh. So... Hers I is never at the top knew of my that
0: head. was from um sickle cell.
1: No, oh, that was from blood it was a blood clot.
0: Blood clot. Mm-hmm,
1: blood clot disorders. Wow. Yeah. That's why I was saying I have two blood disorders. Yeah. And she lost her daughter to it and that's why I have this on my wrist. Wow. Because God brought me through all of them. Praise God. And my aunt passed from a blood clot. So yeah. That's Yeah. It hits me there.
0: Well, If you don't answer one of these questions, you're making a donation to your favorite charity.
1: But they're easy. Okay. Let's
0: start off with the easiest. iPhone or Android?
1: Android. Mm. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Let's see. How about Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant?
1: Mm. I can't say both of them because you look still looking at... Michael from his era. No
0: worries. Donation.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michael Jackson or Prince.
1: Ooh. I'm going go for Prince. I'm sorry. I love Michael.
0: Biggie Mike. or Tupac. Biggie. All right. Alabama all
1: the Oh, don't play with me. State <laughs> of m A&M? A&M.
0: Birmingham Legion or Birmingham Stallion? Stallion. Birmingham Barons or Birmingham Squadron? Barons. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park?
1: Sloss.
0: Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Zoo. <laughs> Crossplex or Legion Field? Crossplex. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena?
1: Hmm. Legacy.
0: Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park.
1: Oh, Botanical I'm gonna get it every time.
0: Regions Park or Rickwood Field?
1: Regions. What's your sign? Cancer. Now
0: what are can what what's what is
1: Ooh, that? Oh, honey. We love hard. We protective. Okay. We love to cuddle. But um we give you everything we have. Like okay. liter- literally, we give it all. But if you cross us, it can get ugly. Oh, you seen that side before? Why? but don't play with me. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she just looked like this, y'all. <laughs> she just looks <laughs> like a pretty little princess. <laughs> um, what's your favorite holiday?
1: Hmm, I'm gonna go with Christmas.
0: Favorite NBA team?
1: Hmm. Mm, mm. I don't have a favorite anymore.
0: Okay. What about NFL?
1: I don't have a favorite anymore.
0: I agree. We're getting to the age where our friends have kids playing everywhere. Mm-hmm. See, so, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just
1: love the game.
0: I love the game. You know, I am mm-hmm. I still <laughs> love my Cowboys. Yeah. I still love my Lakers, but I'm starting to get to the point where I watch almost any game because mm-hmm. I know somebody on, on the, the field. On the team.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um now when you wrote your book I don't remember if this I'm not sure but I I want to say you were one of my first friends to write a book. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was really deep to me. Um because you know I I mean other than I, I I knew some friends from college mm-hmm. who wrote a book, but just friends from around. Mm-hmm. So, how, what made you want to write a book? Like, I'm in from? you know what I'm saying? Why was that the outlet? How did that become the outlet?
1: I tell everybody to me, it was nothing but God because i you know I'm not a writer. I hate even reading half the time, but. um I was going over my notes from my therapist and my psychiatrist that I had to go when I moved to Huntsville. Shout I,
0: out to therapists and um, counselors. Yes,
1: yes. Go get one if you don't have one. Um, and I, she always tell me, you know, when you're, I'm struggling through something, write it down, write it down. So uh, when I moved back to Birmingham after my divorce, I was looking back through that tablet. And I was like, wow, this reads like a book. So Brinkley, that's my girl. She's my publisher and editor. Hey Brinkley,
0: <laughs> I haven't seen Brinkley full of info. Ever. That's my favorite right now.
1: Yeah. Yes, I sent. She was like, "Girl, stop playing. You know you' on there, right." <laughs> I said, I "No." She was like, "But just send it to me. I'll read it." She said, "Just send me half of it." I said, "Okay." So I sent a half of it. She called me back within an hour. Send me the rest. Right now, oh my God, send me the rest. And I was like, really? She was like, oh my God. She was like, I don't know. She was like, I want to cry and I want to fight at the same time right yeah. now. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So I got it all together and sit in to her. She added and then published it and it went viral.
0: Yeah. Um. When you came in and we talked about what we talk about, you were very clear that you were used to and willing to talk about the book, but you still had a little mm. What was that?
1: That mm is, um is, and I'm, I, I'm still doing it now, um, dealing with a narcissist, it will really, it can mess you up. It mm-hmm. can really mess you up. And it messed me up. It got me. You know, I put everything into someone and came back with nothing so even with dealing with the book you know I've had two warrants for my arrest you know with it and the thing is saying it was voyeurism but how is it voyeurism because that that was still my house I just left a month early because of the things he was doing and so when I left he cut the Wi-Fi and everything back on, so I started getting alerts on my phone. And I saw him sleeping with two to three women in the house almost every day. So I had to sit up and watch that, but I was screenshotting. But in part of the book, you know, I did post somebody in there, but the faces were blacked out. His name is not even in the book. You know, the first warrant, you know, they let it go. You know, because that was not voyeurism. And then it's the, I still don't see what is voyeurism because no name is mentioned. His face is blacked out, you know. So, and I'm still dealing with stuff on that end now, too. Wow. So, and even this this year, a couple of months ago, I think it was February or March, um, I'm at the lounge sitting down, and my phone just start ringing from a private number. I answer, nothing, and they just kept calling. Kept calling Kept calling Over 60 sometimes All the way up to 12 o'clock in the morning So I'm like Tripping because I'm trying to Run a lounge mm-hmm. So then um, I got home And I told my baby I said Mario I said I bet you I said I, I bet you are going to start back In the morning I said ain't nobody But my ex-husband And he was like You really think so 8 o'clock in the morning Boom Started over again So he grabbed the phone And this part Well I'm putting put it In the book too as well But um because I never told nobody this outside of him, knowing a lot of what was going on. But um, he answered it, put it on speakerphone, and it was, she was like It was a woman saying, she answered. She listening. And then she just started going. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, I'm going to say Chris, because that's the name I use in the book. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. So he hung up the phone. And was like, what type of shit is this? And it's been almost four years, Ava, and I'm still dealing with it.
0: Yeah. I'm That's- a little speechless on that. So we're going to fast forward to today. And I want you to know when I came over last week to see the club, how insanely proud of you I am. Not just for getting it done, but your vision for it Mm -hmm. and what all you want to do with it. So tell us from... I don't know. I might. You are definitely in the top three party throwers in Birmingham. (laughs) I ain't going to say who in what position, but you are definitely one of the top three promoters in the city of Birmingham.
1: Thank you. It's been almost 30 years now.
0: Yeah. So tell us, tell us about Desire and tell us um, what you guys have in store for this summer.
1: Oh, well, we have uh, uh, some great stuff going on this summer. Um, I'll start start
0: with <laughs> Desire. I want to know how you found it. Like what you know, oh, you had you had started okay. and you moved, mm-hmm. and now you hit. That's what i
1: Okay. Okay. Um,
0: the story of the desire.
1: way I found Desire, which at first was Iron City Bar and Lounge, was um, I just started looking for a new lounge mm-hmm. and. Because I was in a deep depression mm-hmm. around that time, mm-hmm. so I mean deep. So Mario was like, "Baby, you got to get out of it. You know, you got to get snap back. You know, and
0: so show these went people to who what you was really familiar. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show these
1: people who you really are. Yeah, you know. So wake up. So I was like, okay, you're right. So I got back online trying to find a building, mm-hmm. and I saw that I was like, wait a minute. I know this is not available in Avondale. Mm-hmm. Like, stop playing with me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I contacted the realtor. So nothing. I would, I couldn't get nothing back. So I was like, okay, I'll get my own realtor. So I got, I contacted a realtor and she helped me get in there with her company she was with. And we worked it out and it was just like, boom, it's there. That's and awesome. I give all that credit to God because come on, IVA. like, Soon as I get online, I find this. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to go look nowhere else.
0: And I'm talking about right in the middle of it. In the of heart it. of yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Right next to the brewery.
0: So tell us the address and what nights are what, and then what you got going on for the okay. summer.
1: Um, the address is 4120 3rd Avenue South, located right in the heart of Avondale, next to Amper Sandwich. Uh, I'm open Wednesdays. On Wednesday, I do free mimosas from 8 to 10. Don't matter how many you want to drink. You come in and drink as many as you want to drink in $20 hookahs. Right. On Thursdays and Fridays and Saturday, I done started a happy hour from 5 to 8. The happy hour, people are like, you doing a happy hour on Saturday? Yep. Yeah. Happy on Saturday. Five dollar drinks, four dollar beer. Hell we old $20. we ready to, we ready to cool. day that party right <laughs> here. That's why it's more of a lounge. Yeah. You know, you can chill. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get up and be partying all the yeah. time. It's for adults. You know, got the cigar you all. Know, and You
0: know, and I'm not knocking anybody. But Mimi has the most chairs <laughs> than anybody. <laughs> For all those old folk like me that want to go somewhere and sit the hell down, Yes, you can go there. Yes.
1: You can sit in, on the inside and the front, the on the The outside, the, sofa, the back, back. The back and the other side. And I'm working on another side.
0: Yeah. Yes. yeah.
1: And I can't wait to get that side done because, um, you know, I love my artists that perform. And I'm building a stage right now on the other side, so I can't wait to get them on there. Yeah. And also all the other celebrity artists, too.
0: So, so you said that's the – um, The Wednesday is the mimosas. Mm-hmm. Happy hour, Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, and Saturday. And Saturday. Mm-hmm.
1: But I close at 2 a.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Saturday and Sunday is Sunday fun day. We started from 3 to 8, but people won't leave at 8. So we pushed it back to 10. They won't leave at 10. So <laughs> we said 12. they still there. So I said, you know what? It's until. Yeah. It's until everybody leaves and we're just working like that.
0: Outstanding. Yes. Well... I want you to know how much I love you, how proud mm-hmm. I am of you. Um, and, you know, I, I get to say this a lot from this seat. The people that sit right there, I'm a real fan of. Oh, thank and I'm a you. real fan of yours.
1: I love you. Don't make me cry. But I told you, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Mm, don't do it.
0: I want to thank my dear friend and sister, Mimi Williams, for joining us. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed63, UrbanHam.com, and now UrbanHam.news. God bless.
1: Hi, I'm Tanita Kane from the Kane Law Firm. For 23 years, we have been the name you know and definitely the name you can trust for your legal needs. Whether it be criminal defense, personal injury, or family law, we can take care of your needs. Call 205-202-4077 or visit our website at www.cainlawbham.com. That's www.cainlawbham.com.